0: You're listening to ARC Radio Podcast. And to start off his uh, uh, piece, he quotes Imam Shafi, who said, Only the sincere one, Mukhlis, knows hypocrisy. Ria. This means that it is impossible to know the reality of hypocrisy and see its hidden shades, except for one who resolutely seeks sincerity this that one strives for a long time yasta searching for and meditating and examining at length within himself until he knows or knows something of what hypocrisy is this does not happen for everyone indeed this happens only with the special uh, special ones al al but for a given individual to claim that he knows what hypocrisy is this is real ignorance on his part and then an imam nawawi goes on to say uh, I shall mention in this book uh, a chapter, God willing, in which you will uh, you will see a type of wonder that will cool your eyes. To illustrate the great extent of the concealment of hypocrisy, we only need to relate the following from uh, the teacher and Imam, Abdul Qasim al-Qurayshi. May Allah have mercy upon him, from his Risala, with our Risnaad previously mentioned. He said, I heard Muhammad ibn al-Husayn say. I heard Ahmad ibn Ali ibn Jafar say. I heard Al-Hassan ibn Alaouiya say. Abu Yazid al-Bistamil, may God be pleased, well pleased with him, said, I was for 12 years the blacksmith of my ego. Then for five years I became the mirror of my heart. Miratul Qalbi. Then for a year I looked at what lay between the two of them and I saw around me a visible belt, i.e. of Kufr. So I strove to cut it for 12 years and then looked again and I saw around me a hidden belt. So I worked to cut it for five years, looking to see how to cut it, how, how to cut. Then it was unveiled for me, and I looked at creation and saw that they were all dead. So I recited a funeral prayer over them. Imam Nawawi said that hypocrisy should be as inscrutable as this, this to the peerless master in the, his path is enough to show how greatly hidden it lies. His phrase, I saw them dead, is the apex of worth and beauty, and seldom do, the, uh, seldom do other than the Prophet's words, blessings and peace be upon them, gather up such wealth of meanings. I shall touch upon its meaning briefly. It means that after he had struggled long and hard and his ego had been disciplined and his heart illuminated, uh, and when he had conquered his ego and subdued it and achieved complete masterly over it, and it had subjected, subjected himself to him total, totally, and at that time he looked at all the created beings and found that they were dead and completely powerless. They cannot harm, nor can they be benefit. They cannot uh, give, nor can they keep back. They cannot give life, nor can they give death. They cannot convey, nor can they cut off. They cannot bring near, nor can they take away. They cannot make happy, nor can they make sad. They cannot bestow, nor can they deprive. They possess for themselves neither benefit, nor harm, nor death, nor life, nor resurrection. This then characterizes human beings as dead. They are considered dead in all the above respects. They are neither feared nor entreated. What they have is not coveted, and they are, uh, they are not shown off to uh, nor fawned upon. One does not concern oneself with them, they are not envied nor disparaged, their defects are not mentioned, nor their faults pursued and exposed. One is not jealous of them, nor thinks much of whatever God-given favours they have received, and they are forgiven and excused for their shortcomings, although the legal punishments, al-hudud, are applied to them according by the law. But the application of such punishment does not preclude what we have mentioned before, nor does it preclude our endeavouring to cover up their faults without disparaging them in at the least. This is how the dead are viewed. And if someone mentions human beings in a dishonourable manner, we forbid them from entering into that subject in the same way that we would if he got in going to examine a person who died. We do not do anything for their sake, nor do we leave him for them. And we do not. Uh, we we do we and we and we no more stop steps. And we no more stop ourselves from fulfilling an act of obedience to God on their account than we do on account of a dead person, and we do not overpraise them, and we neither love them uh, their, their own praise for us, nor hate their insults, and we do not reciprocate them. In some, they are, as it were, non existent in the respects we have mentioned. They are under God's complete care and jurisdiction. Whoever deals with them in such a way he has combined the good of the next world with that, that of the lower world. May God, the generous, grant us success toward achieving this. These few words are enough to teach, uh, enough to touch upon uh, an explanation for this. My respected brothers, I I narrated from you the works of Imam Nawawi, May Allah be pleased with him, about the ego and how, a lot of the ego and a lot of the nafs is about doing things to please people and how we are perceived in front of other people. It's something that we can't get away from because a lot of our work involved interacting with people and obviously, uh, we have to come across in a way that gives peace of mind to the people that we work with and we are able to fulfil our roles because we interact with people at the end of the day. However, it should not. we should be able to differentiate between our actions that we have to do as obligations and as means uh, and separate that from becoming an end in that we are doing things to please people because we want their praise and we want to avoid uh, their displeasure. Of course, if it is your parent or if it is your teacher or somebody you are looking up to, you're trying not to displease them because you believe that they're helping you become better people. But again, the higher intention is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not for purely for their pleasure per se. May Allah make it easy for myself and brothers and sisters to understand and recognize that our actions are entailed by intentions and that we make the intentions pure and are rectify rectified by every opportunity. This concept of purifying our hearts and looking at our actions and removing hypocrisy for them takes time and uh, and it does not happen overnight. My respected brothers, we touched upon the years it took, the, the one who is close to Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la. so when we look at ourselves relative to them we realise that we have a far a far greater journey to pursue. May Allah make it easy for us to understand and appreciate uh, the task that he gives us and make it easy for us to fulfil these to the best of our ability and whenever we make a mistake we repent to Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la so that we may come back to ourselves and start from the beginning. As long as we are on that journey of trying to get better and repent to Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la, he will make it easy for us. إن الله ملائكته سلوا على سلونا على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صلية على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم إنك فؤاد كريم تقبل الفر فأن اللهم إني أذكرك وأشكرك وأحسن اللهم بحلالك عن بفضلك عمن سواك ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وايلم انك لا تغفر للخطايا ربنا آتينا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه واقنا عذاب النار مهدينا في ما ضللنا واغفرا لنا في ما اعثينا وبارك لنا فيما اعطيت واقنا شر ما قضيت فانك ترقع عليك a ذو مولى لا يئزم من